there's a lot of times that the offer itself is really good. The information or the service or the product, but the way it's being marketed and the way it's being talked about and the connection that is being made to your ideal customer about the offer is not actually good and is not doing what it needs to do to get people over the edge. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 610. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Hope you guys are having an awesome week. Today's episode, I am going to dive into some strategies and tips and thoughts on what to do if your offer isn't selling. And this is a place that many entrepreneurs find themselves in. Oftentimes, it's a result of either one, the offer hasn't been nailed the first time around out the gate and it hasn't been proven yet and it needs to be adjusted and the messaging and the offer itself and the connection just isn't quite there and proven. Or it can also happen to an offer that maybe was previously selling really well, but the business hasn't pivoted and adapted enough and things have changed and now the offer needs to be adjusted, but that hasn't happened yet. And so we need to look at that. So when selling an offer, um, the most important thing really actually comes down to the messaging and the positioning of it. So a lot of times I see people in a situation where their offer itself is really awesome. And I've often talked to entrepreneurs who have a feeling of, if only people could just understand how good this is or understand how much this will help them, this will solve their problem, like how much they need this, then I know I would sell my offer a lot. And I know I've even felt that way sometimes of like, if you could just in a second see how incredible our offer is, you would buy it in a minute because it's so incredible. But the job of selling and messaging and a marketing strategy is to make that clear in the most direct, concise amount of time and also connect to their emotions. So there's a lot of times that the offer itself is really good the information or the service or the product, but the way it's being marketed and the way it's being talked about and the connection that is being made to your ideal customer about the offer is not actually good and is not doing what it needs to do to get people over the edge. And I did a podcast episode a while back on while why lowering your price is not going to actually sell more because it doesn't matter if you're selling a $20 thing or a $20,000 offer. You still have to create the connection for someone to convince them to say, yes, I want to spend money. I want to take my credit card out and I want to give you money. And, you know, yes, like pricing differences, it's like usually the higher the price, the more warm the lead needs to be. But it's not easier to sell a $20 thing because you still have to check the boxes of connecting with the ideal customer, connecting with their emotions, and getting them to fully and confidently believe that what you sell, whether it's a product, a service, a digital product, whatever, is going to solve their problem or fulfill their desire. And it it doesn't matter the price because if they believe that, people will pay whatever they need to pay in order to get to that result. So if you have an offer that isn't selling, whether it has previously sold or not, the very first thing I do, which some of you 
you know, regular podcast listeners are going to know what I'm about to say is I take a pause and I connect back to the ideal customer's emotions. And I make sure, like if I had a client come to me, we were doing a strategy call and they either haven't been getting sales or they, you know, are just signing up to work with us and they, their sales are at a decline or they, they haven't sold their offer yet. What we would look at is number one, what are your ideal customer's core frustration, pain, and desire? Very specific, very deep. Not I want to make more money or I want to lose weight, but specific. I need a marketing strategy. I'm overwhelmed with what to eat when I'm trying to lose weight. I keep signing up for workout programs and not fulfilling and not finishing them. And so therefore, I don't believe in myself, right? Very, very specific. One trick I have for getting more and more specific is asking the question, why? Like, why do they want to do that? What's the root of that? And that usually will eventually get you to like the, the core layer of what somebody wants or what they're frustrated with. So before I will ever come up with a strategy for a business, I have to have an understanding. It doesn't take a long time, but I have to have an understanding of the ideal customer's emotions, pain, frustration, desire, as deep as we can go, as specific as we can get. Okay. From there, once we have that connection, what usually happens is the light bulbs start going off for the client, for the business, and for myself of like, oh, here's the disconnection. Like we just really talked through and got clear on the ideal customer's emotions. And now we see that our offer is not really speaking as powerfully as it could to those things. So we take a step back and we look at, okay, here's our offer. Here's the pain, frustration, and desire. Where's the gap? Where are we not very clearly, very directly, very confidently bridging the gap of that pain, frustration, and desire and your offer being the solution? And a variety of things can happen at this point. We might realize, oh, the offer itself needs to shift. It's missing a core component of what people want. Or, oh, the offer is great. We're just not talking about these things. We're not connecting to the emotions when we try to sell the offer. And if we do that, then we can hopefully make sales and be able to bridge that gap. So once you have the connection to your ideal customer's emotions and you get as specific and deep as possible, and if you thought you've gotten specific and deep, take it a level deeper, then look at your offer and ask yourself, does the offer itself need to change? Does the way I talk about the offer need to change or do both need to change? And that will give you some intel and some actions that you can take. A lot of times what I see is when somebody talks about their offer, they haven't done the refinement and the work to make it as clear as possible. So they haven't um, made it so that when someone sees the offer within a matter of seconds to minutes and hears about the offer, they can see and picture from where they are right now to where they want to be becoming a reality with this offer. This is why what I love doing when I talk about offers is breaking them down into roadmaps or phases or components and each one having a result. So let's say you have an offer and right now you've kind of laid it out as like, here it is. Here's all the things. Could you categorize the offer into 
four phases or four components. And each one of those has a result. When you go through component one, you'll be able to do, be, or know this. Component two, etc. What that does is it clicks for the person hearing about your offer of like, oh, I see the way. Nobody will ever buy confused or overwhelmed. Like, have you ever bought something that you were confused about? Or have you ever made the decision to buy when you're like super overwhelmed? Unless you're overwhelmed and that thing's going to solve your overwhelm. (laughs) But if you're overwhelmed about whatever it is you're buying or the problem you're trying to solve that you're buying and you're like, I don't know how this is going to work, but I'm just going to buy it like that never works. So if you don't do the work in your messaging, which takes work, it takes refinement. If you don't do that work and you don't make it clear enough for the person hearing about your offer, they likely are not going to buy it. So I'll give you guys an example of this. I We have a new offer launching. Um, we have something coming out next week-ish, so keep your eye out. It's actually around offers. It is around helping someone create or refine build and actually make sales to their offer without paid ads and without a funnel. And I purposely did a little mini training to pre-sell this offer just to my warm audience because number one, I wanted to pre-sell the offer. But number two, I actually did it to practice my pitch because I knew that no matter how much work I put into that pitch before that training to my warm traffic, that I was going to want to make changes to it after I went through it because without actively going through the experience and like, yes, I could practice it, but for me, it's way more powerful doing it in front of an audience and actually getting feedback of like where they might have questions where they might've been confused, where I felt uncomfortable or I felt a little bit off. I got so much insight from that for changes and shifts I'm going to make when I actually announce it to the public that I couldn't have gotten if I didn't practice. And so I tell you this story because selling your offer oftentimes takes quite a bit of refinement. No matter how good you are, I have friends who have multiple seven-figure businesses and they're selling something new, whether it's a live event or retreat, whatever it is, they're constantly still refining the way that they're selling as they get feedback from the audience and the leads. And what I'm trying to say is you can't really learn those things until you just start trying. So if you feel like, oh man, like I've been trying to sell my offer and it's not selling and I'm trying to perfect this pitch or I'm trying to do this perfect out the gate, it just doesn't work that way. Like when you actually go get the experience of selling it and you look for where was I confusing? Where was I overwhelming? Where did people have a lot of questions? Where did I feel like they didn't really grasp the benefits, the outcomes of this offer? Then you get to go refine it. And that's just a natural part of the process. So it's normal when you first launch something, a new offer, to have to go through that refinement process that you really can only go through in experience, in experiencing trying to sell it, getting feedback, getting feedback through the response of your audience and your leads. Okay. So those are the first two things. Like that's the actual process that I would take if I was looking at an offer that wasn't selling. Now, I will mention here that next week I am doing a two-part training all about literally this, like how to create and sell an irresistible offer. It's two workshops. The first day we're going to talk about creating 
the irresistible offer, the second day selling the irresistible offer. It's completely free. It's happening Monday and Tuesday. We will have a limited time replay. So if you want to register and like go a lot deeper with me on this, you can go to hirschmarketing.com slash offers and sign up for that two-part workshop. Okay. So I have three more strategies that are a little bit more tactical now. This is like the first, the first two things I talked about and the refinement and the messaging around your offer really is an ever evolving process and is also the first thing that you do before you even look at tactical strategies. Once you do that and you have clarity around that, you can consider looking at tactical strategies. So the first one could be actually adjusting your offer. Maybe you look at this and you're like, oh, if I add this module or I bundle these products or I add this component where I'm going to teach this or give them this information to my offer, then I'll solve this core frustration that is very, very prominent for my audience that I wasn't previously solving. And that could mean you adjust your actual offer. You adjust what you are creating. Or you might just adjust the way you're selling it, the way you structure it, the way you talk about it, right? The next like tactical strategy you could do is add a bonus that's really relevant to right now and very like hot emotions. If you have an offer that has previously sold and it's maybe struggling to sell right now, the best thing you can do is create urgency around the offer through a bonus and come up with something that's really relevant to right now. You probably heard me say this, but I always look at bonuses and bonuses equal speed and ease. So if I'm going to have a bonus attached to your offer, I want to make sure that that bonus is going to get me to my end result faster and easier. It doesn't mean it's going to overwhelm me more. It doesn't mean it's going to give me more information and more courses and more videos, which a lot of people perceive that as valuable, but to your ideal customer, that's not really valuable. What's valuable is to get them to their end result faster and easier. Maybe this is a one-on-one call. You have a limited time of five. Maybe this is a private VIP training that solves a specific, specific problem that they might have right now. Maybe this is an audit. Maybe you're going to review something of theirs. Maybe there's something that your audience is going through as it relates to the economy or the time of the year that you can add into your offer and say, if you buy by this date or this many next people who buy, you also get this bonus. It might reignite some sales into your offer. If it does really well, you can start to include that as a core part of your offer later on. I'm a big, big fan of bonuses because they always move the needle if you do them right. And they create urgency and they create fresh energy in a wrapping paper around an existing offer that does work. I use bonuses all the time because we constantly are selling the same thing. And so I have a big audience and I want to be relevant to that audience and have freshness. So I'm constantly thinking of what are things we can do? Like we'll do our funnel build bonuses or organic social media content. Like what are things we can do to get our ideal customer to their end result faster and easier? And it's usually some form of audits or done for you work for us. The last thing that may come to you through this process is maybe you need a new offer. Maybe you need an offer that's an upsell or a downsell from what you're currently selling. Maybe the industry, the economy, like society has changed and the problems that they are focusing on right now have shifted. 
maybe you come up with an idea of like, this is a very prominent problem for my audience. So I'm going to pull a little bit of my existing offer, but I'm going to add all this stuff and I'm going to have a new offer and I'm going to launch that. You know, this is a very custom decision. I, I almost hesitate to put it here because you do have to balance focus. So you don't want to be choosing and bouncing around different offers all the time because obviously each one takes that refinement period and getting it to sell. But sometimes if you have had an offer that was selling really well and it started to dwindle or become extremely challenging to sell it and there's a lot of resistance to that, then it could be a sign that your offer needs a significant change or you need a new offer, an upsell or a downsell to what you have. I am finding that in a lot of cases, not every single business, but in a lot of cases, having a downsell option to help create ideal customers for your core offer in this current economy and industry is becoming very successful. It's what we're doing with this offer coming out. It's for that very, very beginner person, entrepreneur who hasn't made sales yet who or or is really struggling to make sales because their offer stopped working, which is where you're going to refine it and like getting them to make sales without ads and without a funnel. Because what will that do? Then you'll be able to justify coming into my next offer. No problem because you've made money, you've made sales and you can continue and move up and, and start ads. So it's a strategy even I'm implementing. And it's, it's not because my offer is not selling. It's because I want to be able to serve the huge percentage of people in my audience who haven't sold their offer yet and are not quite ready for paid ads. So there could be an opportunity in your strategy and your business to look at, okay, if I was to step down like one level below my current offer, how could I serve my audience and my leads and create ideal customers for this core offer? What would that look like? And what would that offer be? And maybe there's an opportunity or Maybe you already have a pretty low priced offer and you want to make more money in your business, more revenue, and all these people coming in, like they need more. So it's like, okay, what could I create that is the next level for those people that they they finish this current offer and they need more help? Because that's the ultimate goal is that every business has a product suite and a value ladder that is extremely valuable and creates ideal customers from one place to the next. So Those are all strategies of what to do when an offer is not selling or hasn't sold before. And oftentimes people like to blame things like quality of leads or I, you know, poor quality traffic becomes like a very big blame or like people don't have enough money for my offer. That's where the let me just lower my price comes in. And I I really firmly believe that it's almost never that. Usually the problem lies in the offer itself or the messaging because if you nail that, people will find the money. Like, Or your offer is not right for people where they're at the specific level they're at. Like if you have an offer and you're like, well, I'm only targeting million-dollar business owners. Well, sure. Then 99% of the traffic and the leads that you get from anywhere, paid, organic, earned through guest speaking – are not going to be seven-figure business owners, right? Like that's just statistics. But does that mean that your whole business model should only serve seven-figure business owners? Or should you have another offer option for the people who aren't quite there yet that bring them into your higher level offer? Wouldn't that be a smarter business model? 
So a lot of times people are like, well, I only want to find this specific version of quality traffic. But usually the answer can be in your messaging, your positioning, your offer itself, or the product suite that you have. And it's not typically the quality of traffic. That's an easier thing to blame than saying, well, my offer isn't selling because it's not good enough yet, or it doesn't connect to my audience's emotions, pain, and desire, or there is an urgency, or I haven't done the work to make it clear and not overwhelming, right? If you want to dig really deep with me on this, then you can go to hirschmarketing.com slash offers, and I'm doing that two-part workshop starting next week on Monday. And we're going to dive really, really deep into creating an irresistible offer and then the strategy to actually sell it. All right, you guys, I will talk to you on Thursday. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.